Good evening, everybody out there listening in Internet Radio Land. This is Blake Ruby, the Reverend Blake Ruby from San Antonio, Texas. I wasn't here last week. You heard a rerun if you tuned in last week to my show. Welcome to the show, The Church of the Soul's Evolution. You like that combination of words? Because I'm not talking about religion here. Religion is a money-making business, with all due respect to it, you know. And all these different religions, which one is telling the truth? Are you a truth seeker? Because I'm a truth seeker. I want to know what's going on. And suffice it to say, and I'm sure you're well aware of this, that there's a lot of people out there that don't care about the truth and can't handle the truth. And one big question that's on everybody's minds always is, are we alone in the universe? Well, the answer to that is yes, we are. There's no life out there. The universe is not teeming with life. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Of course, the universe is teeming with life because the creator of the universe is a tremendous, magnificent, wonderful, beautiful, amazing, awesome creator, a creator of bodies, right? Look at all the life here on Earth, all those bodies, insects, with eyes that see wings that will fly them wherever they want to go. They look for food, capable of reproducing. All the reptiles and birds and amphibians and mammals and fish in the seas and the oceans and rivers and lakes, our creator is a creator of bodies. But if you believe that it all happened by an accident, it was all an accident, then, and a lot of people do, think it was an accident, then logically it could happen by accident anywhere in the universe. And now even a fifth grader nowadays knows, even a fifth grader knows that they're discovering planets all the time out there. Did you see the picture of the, the new NASA spaceship? What's it called? Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. It took a picture of the moon and Earth. It went out beyond the moon for the first time and took a picture. And this rocket is the future for NASA. It used to be the Saturn V rocket, you know, which launched all the Apollo missions to include all the ones that went to the moon. And now we want to go back to the moon. And why not? Because where is that spirit of exploration? Where is that spirit, that same spirit that Columbus had? when he set out across the ocean in search of an easier way to the West, new lands, gold, whatever. The world thought that the planet was flat at that time. And Copernicus, he told people back then, people like you and me who lived on this planet, who walked on this planet at one time in our past and did their life and transitioned over to the afterlife, into the spirit lands, and they thought that the earth was the center of the universe until Copernicus said, no, it's not. We revolve around the sun and rotate on our axis, too, as do other, the other planets in our solar system. And by the way, Happy New Year. 
pretty soon it'll be 2023. And don't you know, we are revolving around the sun, another whole revolution, my friends, for lack of a better way of describing it. Isn't it amazing the power that revolves our planet around the sun? A power that's perfect in every sense of the word, perfect, where there are no glitches, like clockwork, even better than clockwork, no mistakes, no human hand involved there with the revolution of our sun, the revolution of our planet, and the revolution of our sun, too, around the Milky Way galaxy. It's a power that is so powerful. You know what I mean? Just take the power that it takes to rotate an entire planet, which is like eight, 9,000 miles in diameter. A huge planet. I mean, not the biggest, you know. Jupiter is bigger than our planet, and there are other planets out there that they've discovered with the Kepler Space Telescope and the James Webb Space Telescope. Planets that are bigger than ours, you know. But my point is, the Earth is so huge, and the power that's rotating it on its axis is also perfect. At 600 miles an hour, and that gives us half a day of light and half a day of darkness. Well, I'm going to sing some songs for you today because I... I am an acapella singer. I always have been. And I'm going to start including a lot more songs in my radio show because I want to use my skills and my gifts. And it's also a very good mind activity to be able to remember the words and a good breath activity to breathing in those deep breaths. Now, when you sing to music and you have a microphone that you're using either in one hand or the other or on a microphone stand, you're kind of trapped within the song and you have to remember the words. It's a lot easier, actually, and better for you to sing a cappella. Those people that prefer to sing to music, which I do sometimes. Tomorrow in church, I have a solo with my wife, a duet. I'm going to go be going on a cruise, God willing, at the end of January. It's already paid for. And so I'll be going to the karaoke there, because I, I like seeing people. I, I do enjoy the music, but as far as practice is concerned, as far as practice is concerned, I'm only going to practice a cappella. You've got to be able to do both. I'll tell you why. I've worked it out. It's kind of like a science to me because I've been doing it so much, thinking about it so much. When you sing to music, there's something about how it, it affects the airways of the throat, your, your vocal cords. And it might lead to sleep apnea also. But when you sing a cappella, it strengthens the vocal cords, and the airways. It strengthens the throat, in my opinion. I'm not a doctor or a scientist, but I do have a lot of personal experience that I go by, and I make notes, very copious, copious notes all the time, 
because I keep a journal, what I'm doing, what I do right, what I do wrong. I'm a work in progress, just like everybody else. You know, I'll wake up, it's a new day each day. I make mistakes. You know, I try something and it doesn't work. I try something else. Something might work for a couple, three days or a week, and by then it doesn't. And so I'm always looking to improve myself and be a better version of me than I was yesterday. I'm gaining wisdom every day with every day of life that I live, just like you. We're gaining wisdom and experience. And anyway, so isn't that amazing how we have half a day of darkness? As it says in my write-up in BBS Radio, we are here to learn to live in darkness because we are spirits in the material world. And our spirits have a soul, which is the brain of the spirit. And our souls shine with an intensity of light depending on the evolution of your soul. So if you are a less evolved soul, your light, the lamp of your soul is not going to shine as bright as someone who is more evolved, who has had more past lives than you. That's just the way it is. It's like having an older brother or an older sister. We're all souls, but some have been around longer than others. Does that make sense? I mean, that's perfectly logical, you know. Nothing to worry or fear about. I understand we're all in competition in this world, but you can't really have competition between souls, you know. The bottom line is you're a soul, period. And I can't tell you if you're an evolved soul or a young soul or an intermediate soul, but you're still a soul. Now, I might be an advanced soul and I might be more evolved than you, but it's probably because that I've been around, I've been in existence, my spirit and my soul has existed longer than yours, just like here on Earth. You have a brother or sister, you're in the seventh grade, they're in the fourth grade. Doesn't mean you're any better than that, just means that you've been alive three years longer, you know? And during those three years, you gain more knowledge, you've gained more knowledge, more experience, more wisdom, you've been alive all those days, learning, living, more than that person. That's why we should respect our elders, you know? Keep that in mind, please. But anyway, here's a song. Christmas is gone, you know, and now probably we won't be celebrating it until around about the beginning of December next year, or maybe even before then, which is all right by me, you know, like in November, maybe after Thanksgiving, before Thanksgiving, who knows? But Christmas came and went very fast, very quickly. It always does, it seems to. And last Saturday, I was in San Diego with my son. And actually, San Diego was the warmest place in the country last week. Still, it was kind of cool in the 50s and 60s. Very beautiful city, San Diego is. We lived, we, not lived, but yeah, I guess you could say we lived. We stayed in the Windham Hotel downtown San Diego on San Diego Bay. And we had a very nice room. We came out in the balcony and looked, and there were these high-rise buildings, apartment buildings, maybe 25, 30 stories high, just beautiful buildings with all the lights of people's Christmas tree lights in the, in the windows, and then the other lights of downtown, the hotels, and there was an Amtrak train that came and went 
all the time. Uh, oh, different Amtrak trains, I guess. There's the San Diego trolley that goes down trolley that goes down to Chula Vista, to the border actually to Tijuana. And then on the other side, right amongst the waterfront, there were restaurants and oh, like a boardwalk where people would walk and run. And and we went to the carrier and the Midway, which is there parked as a floating museum, you know, was in service from 1945, just, I think just before the war, World War II ended, and it was decommissioned just after the Gulf War. And we walked through it, the interior of it, and saw all the different rooms and the places where the seamen would sleep, you know, their bunks and the rooms that controlled the the flights up above on the flight deck and different rooms and meeting rooms. And then we went up to the flight deck and saw the different aircraft and helicopters they had up there. And it was pretty incredible. It got some good pictures. Anyway, so I was there for Christmas. I didn't get a chance to celebrate Christmas here. But it's never too late, my friends, to sing Christmas songs, Christmas carols. So in commemoration of Christmas, and even if it's July of next year, my friends, I'm going to be singing Christmas songs, okay? Because that's me. I am a different kind of Christian than most people, but I still consider myself a Christian. I don't believe in everything the Bible talks about, but that's another discussion, you know? And I've debated this before with other people, but I don't want to cause any, how would I put it, um, I don't want to offend anybody right now, but suffice it to say, I'm entitled to my own opinion, right? Just like the Muslims are entitled to their opinion, and the Buddhists are entitled to their opinion, and your opinion is not stronger than anyone else's. What makes sense when you're talking or when you talk, what is important is to make sense and to be logical, to be rational, and to be able to think outside the box and to have an open mind and, be, and to compromise. But I call myself a Christian for the most part. So out there listening to me there in Internet Radio Land, also extraterrestrials, I know they love listening to my show because I talk about ETs, and why wouldn't they? Because there's not too many people like me who know as much as I know. Even the greatest person out there, Dr. Stephen Greer, who knows so much about extraterrestrials, and he's the, head of the, he's the head of the Disclosure Project, which is trying to get the government to come out of the closet, so to speak, with all of the information they have about extraterrestrials and all the technology that we have hidden, and other governments around the world, not just the U.S. But I know so much about extraterrestrials. Why wouldn't they tune in? I mean, I am certain they have technology that I could tune in to my radio show from thousands of light years away. Their technology is that good. I don't know how they would do it exactly. I couldn't describe it. It's possible they have probes. They send out probes, and then they're just able to beam information from the probe, wherever it is. It's kind of like Star Trek. You know, Star Trek wasn't too way out in the right field as far as a lot of things were concerned, you know. Very amazing stuff in Star Trek. 
and I believe true, applicable to a lot of the ETs that are out there, you know, warp speed, beaming people down, um, beaming people up, you know, uh, matter transformation is easy for them. They're able to traverse space, you know, warp time, space, and, and travel interdimensionally. Uh, they know how to reassemble, uh, disassemble and reassemble molecules, molecules of their body. And they've been exploring space for millions of years longer than we have, you know. And they've been in existence longer than we have because, don't you know, the borders of infinite space right now are constantly expanding. Isn't it amazing? Because when you have, because if you believe in outer space, then you have to believe in the Big Bang and the physical universe starting to be created from that point. And one solar system after another, one galaxy after another, after so many solar systems were created, then you have a galaxy, a certain amount of solar systems, I would estimate maybe a billion, let's say, in one galaxy, all the way back to the center of the universe, you know, 15 billion light years away, and about 15 billion years ago, it all started, you know, and all in accordance with the Supreme Creator's plan to be able to put a piece of himself into beings like us and thereby expand his awareness and growth. Growth is the main word here. The key word is growth. The Supreme Creator wants growth, and we are the, the how would you describe it? We are the, the microcosms of growth, if you will. We are the ambassadors of growth. We go out and, you know, live our lives here on planet Earth. We're born. Do you remember when you were born? And then we die one day, hopefully far out into the future. And all the experiences that we've gathered, all the, all the experiences that we accumulate, we assimilate everything into that ocean of spirit like a drop of water to expand the Supreme Creator's growth and awareness. The Supreme Creator has given us eyes to see. It's an amazing thing. And there's so many other beings, little life that has eyes to see. Isn't it amazing? I think we're all connected in the way the universe is connected, not just us here on planet Earth, but we are the how would you put it? What's the best way to put it without being too um, scary, kind of? Because we are what we are, you know, and we are living the will of the Supreme Creator, basically. You know, our lives are a gift, a blessing given to us. Yes, we have our own separate free will, but our lives were a gift that we must acknowledge that we wouldn't be alive today. Just like in A Wonderful Life, It's a Wonderful Life with Jimmy Stewart. Can you imagine what this world would be like without you or without me? If we weren't born, if we didn't exist altogether? It was kind of like that. Anyway, I said I was going to sing some songs, so here's one. And also, the citizens of heaven, angels and, and the, the, all the people that used to live on this earth who are now in heaven 
Also, tune in to us here on Earth. Don't you know? They know what's going on in your life, in our lives. They know. They, they, have, a, they have technology there in heaven, for lack of a better way of putting it, technology which is kind of like heavenly computers where they're able to see everything that's going on here on Earth and tune in to television, radio shows. Yes, heaven is for real, you know? And what do you think? The spirits that are there, who used to be human beings walking around like us at one time, all the years in the past, Barbara Walters just died, you know. I'm convinced she's there in the spirit land now, in the afterlife, in the best version of herself, in the spirit form, you know. And her soul is accustomed itself, accustoming itself, um, acclimating itself to that environment now, you know, after spending so many years in a physical body and then going into back to the spirit lands where we came from, you know, they know what's going on here on earth. And I wouldn't be surprised if some are listening to my radio show because why not? You know, I talk about spirituality. There's a lot of violence in this world, right? A lot of killing on on TV and the movies. We've had wars in the past. Isn't it time? The time is always right, my friend, for spirituality of this kind that you're listening to now that I've talked about in previous shows. Always right, because it's the truth. And don't you know, we're a civilization, we're a society that doesn't seek the truth. We're content sometimes. We're just where we are, you know. Just give me my job make my money, I want to raise my children, have fun, eat food. But there's more than that, my friends. You have to plan ahead because you only spend so many years and there's no guarantee that tomorrow will be here for any of us, you know? Just like that song by Aerosmith I heard today, Dream On. Sing with me, sing for the years, sing for the laughter, sing for the tears. Sing with me just for today. Maybe tomorrow the good Lord will take you away. So, you know, that's true. It's a reality. I'm not really telling you anything new. Inside, deep inside each and every human being on this earth, I have observed a super intelligence that, that soul that's with inside of everybody knows what's going on. It's just that it's a battle between the flesh and the spirit. You've heard that before, right? And we have to weigh these things out. We're co-creator gods in the making. We have to weigh everything, balance it, and take a lot of things into consideration, like the the group that we're part of, our family, just, you know, how they would treat us, you know, and to conform, and we don't want to seem to uh, out and right feel, you know, nonconformist. But anyway, it's all good, right? And if you really want to be scared about some information, think about now the people that have been dying over there in Ukraine. Now, that's some scary stuff. How would you like your house to be shelled with rockets and artillery? Thank God we're living in the United States, you know, and may God continue. God, please continue to bless the United States because even though we're not perfect, we have a lot of things right We're doing things the right way in many aspects, you know. Yes, there's a lot of competition going on between the political parties. There's competition going on, period. 
But competition does help us grow. But there is something beyond that, just like there's something beyond religion, like spirituality is greater than religion, and so is cooperation and living in harmony and peace is greater than competition. But that's the way it is in a planet of a lower category of evolution. So it is, you know, and this planet, Mother Gaia, is also going through her evolutionary process, you know? So we're all evolving. Even animals are evolving. You know, you have a dog in the life. Do you notice that some dogs are smarter or, or seem to be uh, cooler, you know, more friendly than others? I saw a dog in a video yesterday. Its owner was taking it for a walk and all of a sudden fell over, fell down the ground and was going into an epileptic seizure. And the dog was trying to get it, get, I think it was a woman, get her to wake up and coming around and licking her face, and then she had, still had the leash on. And so she went out, her car was coming down the road, she went out, stood in the middle of the road, and was looking at the person driving, went around and got the person to come out and take a look at, the, uh, at her master who was on the ground, and then she backed off so the person wouldn't think she was an aggressive dog, you know. And then that person went and called 911, and they came and they rushed to the hospital. That dog saved that person's life, you know. So dogs are going through the evolutionary process also. It behooves you, each and every one of us, including myself, to develop yourself spiritually, you know, because it's like a school here. In the university of the universe, my friends, a school where the object is to graduate with honors, just like high school or a college or a university, you know, and graduating with honors means having that knowledge of spirituality that will increase your light of your soul so that you can leave this world with a brighter shining soul than when you first came here, when you were first born into this planet. So as a comparison, let's say you were born into this world with a 60-watt light bulb shining soul. Your object is to graduate from this existence someday in the far into the future because every day is a gift, don't you know, where you can learn more and more someday far into the future when you do transition to the afterlife. You would ideally want your soul to be shining with a 100-watt light shine. That makes sense. Yeah, that's true, because when you get to heaven, let me tell you, you're going to see a lot of beings there that are shining bright, very bright, include angels and all the great people that you've heard about before in the past who have lived here on planet Earth from all cultures, the patriarchs of the Bible, the disciples, and of course, Mother and Father God, and Jesus who died on the cross, Jesus who was born in Bethlehem, all these advanced souls, all these great people like Einstein and Sir Isaac Newton, Martin Luther King Jr., John F. Kennedy, all there, they're going to shine with a certain light, you know, depending on just their level of evolution. You get to the mother and father God into the throne room, oh my God, you're going to be knocked over by the glory and brilliance of the light. I'm telling you, that's the truth. 100% the truth. You better be able to withstand that glory and brilliance and prepare for it 
And how do you prepare, prepare for it? You develop yourself spiritually. You listen to my show. No, I'm just kidding. You listen to all the other shows on BBS radio. Listen to TBN on television. TBN, it might not be perfect. They might not have everything down. They're Christians, you know. They don't give a lot of thought or care about Buddhists or Hindus or Muslims. And it's all money-based, you know. But money makes the world go around right now. It's too bad, you know, that we can't all be living in a non-monetary system, but it is what it is, you know, and I think we're doing pretty good. Hopefully, God willing, we'll continue to exist in harmony, and I think there will be peace more and more, you know, as we develop ourselves spiritually and become more evolved. And even though maybe an occasional war might break out, we'll still be striving for peace so that our children can live in a world where there's no violence like what's going on in Ukraine right now, or would you prefer that you live in a world where you don't know if your house is going to hit, be hit with a rocket or an artillery fire? No no pun intended, because I hear the firecrackers going off all the time here. Peace, my friends, peace. So here's a song called O Come All Ye Faithful. I'm going to take a drink of water. From now on, I'm just going to sing some songs all the way through the end of the show. How much time do I have? 6.30, 30 minutes. Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the king of angels. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Christ the Lord. Sing choirs of angels, sing in exaltation, oh sing all ye citizens of heaven above. Glory to God, glory in the highest, oh come let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Christ the Lord. Yea, Lord, we greet thee on this happy morning. Oh, Jesus, forever be thy name adored. Word of the Father, now in flesh appearing. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ, Christ the Lord. 
I was distracted. Take a drink of water, you know. But doing a lot of singing, you got to keep the the old vocal cords lubricated with water, you know, to be able to sing. So indeed, you know, we've had some divine intervention in our past. The birth of Jesus was divine intervention of a very special kind, my friends, you know. The time was ripe for that divine intervention because the world was kind of evil back then, for lack of a better way of putting it. Evil is not a good word. Let me just put it this way. There was a lot of negativity going on in the world at that time, you know, and we needed a push in the right direction. And hasn't that worked so marvelously over the years? Even today, 2,000-plus years later, we're still talking about a Savior that was sent to this world to help make it better, to put us on that path of evolution, of spiritual development. Yes, religion is not perfect, and there's so many different religions. Which one is telling the truth? But at least it's a stepping stone. It's better to believe in God than not believe in God. It's better to talk about God and Jesus than not talk about God and Jesus. You see this in television nowadays, especially the news stations, which have such a large responsibility of of informing the public of good things, you know, but for the most time, they talk about negativity, and they don't rarely ever say, even mention the word God or creator, you know? And that's wrong. That's wrong. Anyway, how about this song? Let me take a drink of water. Well, let me rephrase that. I'm going to take a drink of water because you won't let me do whatever, you know. I don't like when people say, I'll let you do this, I'll let you do that. They ought to rephrase that, you know. Don't you think? doesn't make any sense. Okay. Here's another Christmas carol. I'm thinking about changing my radio show to Blake Acapella. I really love singing acapella. I've got so much experience. I started singing a cappella in 2010. But before that, I used to sing Cadence in the Army. I was always a good singer, you know. Here's a song called Angels We Have Heard on High. Angels, they really do exist. That's the truth. They really do. Just because you can't see them with your physical eyes doesn't mean they don't exist. Just like the wind. You can't see the wind, but you know it exists, right? Angels we have heard on high, singing sweetly o'er the plain, and the mountains in reply, echoing their joyous strains. Gloria in excelsis Deo Gloria in excelsis Deo Come to Bethlehem and see him whose birth the angels sing. Come adore on bended knee, Christ the Lord, the newborn King. 
Gloria in excelsis Deo. Gloria in excelsis Deo. Well, that's how you sing a cappella, my friends. You got to make sure you breathe enough. Fill your lungs all the way. Don't let anyone stop you from breathing. Is anyone stopping you from breathing, my friends? Don't let them do that. And drink enough water, too. Oh, a shout-out to all my friends out there listening, who may be listening. Even if you are not a friend, you are a friend to me, not a so-called known friend. I think we're all friends. We're all related because we all have the same not actually some don't, but most of us have the same spirit, mother and father in heaven, you know. Don't you believe what they talk about there only being a father God? Don't you believe that nonsense, my friends? When you get to heaven, for those of you that who believe that you're going to have when you get there, you're not going to be, I guarantee it, take it from me, you're not going to be a motherless children a motherless child in heaven. You do have a mother God because you're going to find out a lot of things. You can't create children just like here on earth in the physical realm. So on earth as it is in heaven, you can't create children without a mother and a father. Unless you think uh, a father God by himself is able to create children. How would he do that? You don't have an idea. You don't even have a clue, do you? Those people, I'm, whoever they are, I'm sorry, I don't mean to make it sound like I'm talking to you out there who believes only in a Father God. How does the Father God do it? Does he wave a magic wand? No. We live in a universe of male and female. I'm telling you, that's the truth. The yin, the yang, the positive, the negative, the alpha, the omega. Anyway, here's another song. It's not a Christmas song. I'll sing a a song, uh, this song, and then another Christmas carol for you, okay? This one is by a group back in the 60s called the Young Rascals, and they had a lot of good hits called, for example, they had It's a Beautiful Morning. Another one was Groovin'. Groovin' on a Sunday afternoon. But this one is called How Can I Be Sure? How Can I Be Sure? How can I be sure in a world that's constantly changing? How can I be sure where I stand with you? Whenever I, whenever I am away from you, I want to cry. Cause you know I want to stay with you. How do I know? Maybe you're trying to use me. Flying too high can confuse me. Touch me, but don't bring me down. 
whenever I, whenever I am away from you, my alibi is telling people I don't care for you. Maybe I'm just hanging around with my head up, upside down. It's a pity I can't seem to find someone who's as pretty and lovely as you. How can I be sure? I really, really, really want to know. I really, really, really want to know. How's the weather? Whether or not we're together. Together we'll see things much better. I love you, I love you forever. You know where I can be found. How can I be sure in a world that's constantly changing? How can I be sure? I'll be sure with you. That's by the young rascals. How can I be sure? How about another Christmas carol? I'm going to look. I've got a list of songs here. I'm looking. I'm looking. Let it snow. Well, that's not really a Christmas carol, but let me sing that song. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Well, it doesn't show signs of stopping. And I brought some corn for popping. The lights are turned way down low. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. When we finally kiss goodnight, I'll hate going out in the storm. But if you really hold me tight, all the way home I'll be warm. Well, the fire is slowly dying, and my dear, we're still goodbying. But as long as you love me so, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. How about... There's a song by John Denver called Annie's Song. Take a drink of water. You fill up my senses Like a night in the forest 
like the mountains in springtime, like a walk in the rain, like a storm in the desert, like a sleepy blue ocean. You fill up my senses, come fill me again, come let me love you, let me give my life to you, let me drown in your laughter, let me die in your arms. Let me lay down beside you. Let me always be with you. You fill up my senses. Come fill me again. How about a song by the Eagles? All alone at the end of the evening And the bright lights have faded to blue I was thinking about a woman who might love me But I never knew You know I've always been a dreamer Spend my life running round And it's so hard to change Can't seem to settle down But the dreams I've seen lately Keep on turning out And burning out And turning out the same so put me on a highway, show me a sign, and take it to the limit one more time. You can spend all your time making money. You can spend all your love making time if it all fell to pieces tomorrow would you still be mine and when you're looking for your freedom nobody seems to care and you can't find the door can't find it anywhere when there's nothing to believe in. Still, you're coming back, you're running back, you're coming back for more. So put me on a highway, show me a sign, and take it to the limit one more time. Take it 
to the limit. Take it to the limit. Take it to the limit. One more time. Okay. How am I doing on time? Come on. 6.49. Got a few minutes left. Time for one or two more songs. I've got a list here of about over 100 songs that I know that I memorized. Thanks to God, I have a gift, you know, like just like you have a gift. Everybody's got a gift, my friends. You were born with a gift. Discover your gift. Follow it. Use it. Show it to other people, my friends. How about this one? Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, take my hand. In other words, baby, kiss me. Fill my heart with song. Let me sing forevermore. You are all I long for, all I worship and adore. In other words, please be true. In other words, I love you. Feel my heart with song. Let me sing forevermore. You are all I long for, all I worship and adore. In other words, please be true. In other words, in other words, I love you. How about a Christmas carol? One more Christmas carol. What child is this who laid to rest? On Mary's lap is sleeping, whom angels greet with anthems sweet, while shepherds watch are keeping. This, this is Christ the King, whom shepherds guard. And angels sing. Haste, haste to bring him, Lord, the babe, the son of Mary. Why lies he in such mean estate where ox and ass 
are feeding. Good Christians care for sinners here. The silent word is pleading. Nail spear shall pierce him through. The cross be born for me, for you. Hail, hail, the Word made flesh, the babe, the son of Mary. So bring him incense, gold, and myrrh, come peasant king to own him. The King of kings salvation brings. Let loving hearts enthrone him. Raise, raise a song on high. The virgin sings her lullaby. Joy, joy for Christ is born the babe the son of mary hmm. ah water sometimes the voice cracks a little bit because we don't drink enough water isn't that true sometimes we're all Guilty of that, my friends. I've got a minute left, so a happy new year, everybody out there. Happy new year. You know, happy. May it be happy. May you be happy. Find the key to happiness, my friends. Spirituality. Sing a cappella. Whistle. Find the way to be happy, please. And may it be safe and a prosperous year for you, too. Prosperous especially. Take good care. I love you, and may the supreme creator of the universe and mother and father God in heaven bless you and keep you safe and well. Goodbye-bye, everybody. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.